0: The of His power, with Apostle Willie. the Lord bless you from. Whichever parts of the world you are connecting with, it's a pleasure to come your way again via this live transmission, and uh, I trust that you are doing fine. God's grace has enabled us all to witness today; is sustaining the world by the word of His power. He created the heavens and, and suspended it on no pillars except His Word. It has been an interesting time with all of you. Uh, the feedback I've been we've been receiving and I know that the Lord is doing you all good. So I welcome you today. Uh, as we look at this again, the mission uh, class is every Fridays and Saturdays. Out of my busy schedule, I've seen it as a mandate to ensure that I reach out and I'm not reaching out to you Because of what I read in the book, I'm reaching out to you based on what I experience. Why serving God diligently? And I'm still doing that. But for us to open up the floor, I want to encourage you to share it. Share the video. Uh, Let someone know that uh, Apostle of Macedonia is online. Let someone know and then share it to them. And be part of it, like some of our missionaries they, they so much want to be part of it, but the network from their various uh, locations is really giving them tough time, but they find a way to just go through the videos again on their own and pull it out because we ensure that it's safe. It was due to some uh, some of our brethren said, "Ah, possibly bring this in life, let us so that we can." benefit from it, not in an enclosed phase. There is a certification for it and if you want to get a certification, of course there is something you are going to pay to enable the process of your certificate being mailed to you. Of course you can reach out to us. God bless you, but I want to ensure that you get the exams and pass it because I want to be sure you understand what you're doing. uh, Because certification is not just enough. You have to understand what you are into. And i like to say that serving God is a very great responsibility. I don't want to call it very difficult because some of you may not want to get Uh, it was to see from the angle I'm seeing, but, you know, you are a product of time, and then you are serving a, a, a being that time has no meaning to. And so, when he wants to do what he wants to do, you can miss it. So, but, I'm grateful to God that he gave us the word as a pattern to diligently search and not just the world, with the Holy Spirit to help us so that if you are going out of the way, the Holy Spirit says say no, because he said, I'm going to send you the Spirit, he's going to teach you all things, the deep things of God. So, uh, I give God praise for that. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We we'll bless your name. Thank you for how you've been helping us, and thank you for uh, what you are doing to your children across. We give you praise. We give you all the glory, Father. As we sit again now to examine your word, I pray that uh, Holy Spirit guide our utterances and let us say what you want us to say, and let that brother or sister hear what you want them to hear. In the name of Jesus, Amen. So, the Lord uh, didn't just give us the word. He gave us the spirit. In the book of Hebrews, the Bible talks about a testator. A testator. And his will. If a man writes a will and wants to leave it for his children, that will cannot come into effect unless he dies so god gave us the world after giving us the world he died and then when he died is the difference with His own is that when he died he sees he ceased to when he died he he, he he didn't just go to the grave and sleep then no he came out of the grave but he, he was no longer physical. The, the physical eyes couldn't behold him. So, but he enabled some brethren to see him. When he died, he went to heaven. But brethren were witnesses of these things. They saw him. So, But in the case of other humans, when they die, maybe you can only sleep and dream and see their spirit, but in the case of Christ, they saw him. They saw the body that almost decayed, but it came back. I, you know, uh, Isaiah painted a, ve- a picture to us that, in fact, he started by saying, who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. He was trying to say, the things I want to tell you, they are too good to be true. <laughs> but but it's the truth? That a man went into the grave and then came out after they taught them. May yeah, I, you know, that if you have a little injury in, 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 in your hands or your legs or somewhere, it can take a very long time for you to get healed. But how did he recover from 39 lashes of, of whips that, 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 that was a combination of wood and irons? How did he get healed? How did he get healed of that within just <laughs> three days? He came out and the disciples saw him. And he told them, I, I'm going. But tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And of course, the Holy Ghost came. So he died so that the will could be effective. And then when he died, he, he gave us the most trusted lawyer. The most trusted advocate. To say, look, go to them. So that in case when they are trying to interpret the will, if they get it wrong, the lawyer can show them what I meant when I said that. Well, I don't want to go into that. Uh, But he died and the will came into effect and then he gave us an advocate, which is the Holy Spirit, to, to help us in ensuring we interpret the will according to him. So there are people interpreting the Bible with other spirits. But we, the redeemer of the Lord, interprets it through the help of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost does not make mistakes. So God is going to help us. Uh, with, we started this discussing from the perspective of the Apostle Paul because if you are to talk about missions, the chief of missions is the Apostle because why I liked his personality so much was the uniqueness of his story, and the uniqueness, of, the uniqueness of how he came to know the Lord and the understanding of God that even Peter and even the church leaders, people like Peter, said the the letters of our brother was is, is so weighty that people are not actually understanding what he's saying. That's the, that's like the chief of the apostles saying that. And Peter said, and and the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 2, he said, by revelation I went up. So Jesus talked to us extensively about his teaching and parables and then I remember him mentioning the church once and then it was Apostle Paul that he gave the understanding and the wisdom and the revelation who gave us a breakdown of what the church the ideal look of the church of Jesus, how it should be and all the ligaments in it. So this courses is very much centering around Apostle Paul as one of the major characters and so we are learning from him and God be praised for, for them documenting their experiences which uh, we can see through the light of the Holy Spirit. So he started by telling the Corinthians and said, you are an ambassador for Christ. You are an ambassador for Christ. I established that fact uh, that as a missionary, as someone sent to say so, you are an ambassador, and, well, I, I, and we had to look at the meaning of an ambassador. Who is an ambassador? An ambassador is an accredited diplomat, accredited diplomat, sent by his own country to another country or territory to represent the interest of his country in that country. Uh, diplomacy is another powerful aspect of it. And then I began to look at the fiscal aspect of an ambassador, who an ambassador is in in, in the fiscal aspect because you cannot go from natural to supernatural without passing through a window called canal. And so we look at that extensively and from there uh, the president chooses who he wants to be an ambassador. Uh, Is it those who qualify educationally for it or those uh, who have been favorably disposed to him or his friends or those who sponsored his campaign in one way or the other or those people closest to him have recommended as okay this one can be an ambassador let us award him with the title the president can take that decision because he's sold uh, responsibility of the president after selecting the names you want to designate as ambassadors number one He, he has to send it to set to the Senate and in, and in most cases told you that the Senate if they see that a particular uh, 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 Person is having identity crisis or they don't really understand how the The Senate can look at it with their eyes too and begin to look at all this things. So by the time the Senate finally approved the ambassador, then they send it back to the president, and then the next thing is the president prepares and then give him all that he he, he, he needs to go to the country to represent them. And then he, he, he has to ensure that he, he or she is given what I call diplomatic credentials, which one of them is a letter of credence, which when he arrived the state, He has to give it to the head of state and then, of course, sometimes they organize something like a little ceremony for him. And then secondly, for the very fact that he has been designated as an ambassador, automatically his identity changes because he doesn't carry an, an ordinary passport again. He doesn't carry an ordinary passport again. He doesn't carry an ordinary passport again. It changes, and then of course, yesterday we look at the Vienna Convention of of uh, of, of of the particulars that a diplomat or an ambassador has. He, he has immunity. He has immunity. You cannot trespass into into his personal residence. Uh, no matter what happens in the embassy no matter what happens to him in fact when it goes to one of the laws one of the uh, conditions that the uh, the Vienna convention came to, to conclusion was that as an ambassador you cannot tax him you you can't tax him he is tax free you can't you can't tax you cannot arrest him in fact if you mistakenly touch him or hit him is, is in The international law is known as international incident. Why did you do that? Because there is a law that protects him. You cannot, you cannot do anything to him because he's covered, you know, is he, covered by a law that protects him. And then I said, as kingdom ambassadors, as ambassadors of Christ, he gave us diplomatic immunity too by saying... Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Even if an ambassador is found in any wrongdoing in the country where he sent to represent his own country, the government of that country has no right to touch him. No right. You can't even drag him into the court. You cannot do that. The best that country can do is write back to his own country, which by next week I'm going to be talking extensively on, on the recalling process of an ambassador. In most cases, the country that he's in can revoke his immunity, but it's very tricky. They have to be careful not to go against the treaty that they entered to treat these diplomats like that, so it, it, no matter what he does, the country that is re, is is living and representing the image of his country cannot touch him. The best they can do is write his home country and that he has been he has done so, so and so, so. So it is a home country that sent him to that country that can now waive his immunity. And then the, the only thing the country that he is, he is presently representing his country can do is to declare him a persona non grata. But to touch him, you cannot. You must give him safe passage until he leaves. So this is the thing that is governing international law. And then of course you can go back and listen to what we discussed yesterday and of course our previous episode because before you quote me, make sure you understand the total package of what i 'm saying. It will give you a clear picture of what i I was saying all through so we'll look at that next week. but today we are looking at the welfare of the ambassador the welfare of the ambassador and I wanted to take note about this uh, the home country designated you and then you went through a process of of accreditation, and then of course, finally, you got the job, and then they now send you. Now, when you get to the country, where your home country is sending you, why, if anyone touches you, it becomes an international incident, is because you are an ambassador, meaning, anywhere you appear, You are an embodiment of an entire nation that is regarded as a sovereign state. So the government of your country is responsible to making sure that anytime you are part of any function or anywhere you appear, you must carry the true identity of your home country welfare for the ambassador. Yes. Any country that you have been sent to by your home government to represent them, it is their sole responsibility to ensure that your welfare is intact. And like the way the world does it, for instance the United States, when they send you to a particular country to represent them because of course we have about one hundred and eighty embassies in the world. I mean the United States government is a is, is hundred and eighty embassies in one hundred and eighty countries of the world now that that means the United States government has to send about a hundred and eighty ambassadors aside other diplomats who will be working in these embassies so it is the sole aim of the United States now to take care of that ambassador. I mean, you, you cannot be an ambassador of the United States looking so haggard and and somehow no 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 no. Because when he appears, when he appears, he 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 is the image of the United States of America. So he has to appear well and look good. These these guys are classified as senior foreign service employees. Now let's look at for instance the two thousand and seventeen minimum pay for an ambassador uh, is 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 getting to about one hundred and eighty seven thousand maximum. The minimum is one twenty four thousand four six dollars a year. A year, the maximum of that can get to about one hundred and eighty seven thousand. Dollars. I'm just using the United States as as an example. Uh, And some of you know that the dollar is a hot cake. Most times I discuss with most brethren and we talk about money. When we get to dollar, they are so excited about it. The dollar seems to be a currency that everyone is in love with. And so the minimum pay for an ambassador... This is the statistics of 2017. It's about $124,406 a year, while the maximum of that is going to about $187,000. Now, what the U.S. government does is that when they send you to a particular country as an ambassador, one of the things they consider is the peaceful nature of the country. Of course, you don't expect the United States government to to pay the ambassador they sent to Afghanistan the same amount they are paying to the one they sent to Dubai. You know that. So the hazard level of the country and its and its environment determines the pay. Of course, I learned if you are going to uh to, uh, uh Afghanistan and other parts of. Of, of the middle east that is a little bit troublesome the, your hazard fee is over 35 percent but if you are going to dubai they're going to give you about five percent because of course all those other places are safe so they pay you based on the environmental factor of the place and of course they ensure that they a lot of benefits in it a lot of benefits in it a lot of benefits in it and spiritually let's come let's come to the spiritual focus of it as a missionary as a missionary who is also an ambassador of the kingdom what is your welfare package very important and that is why I'm gonna Talk about this series is going to be in, in various series, in various spaces, because uh, it's almost looking as the, the subject. Every day I look at it and I look at my, my writings is inexhaustible within the period of time I, I want the school to run. But we're going to see how we can just make sure that we, we give, I, I give a balanced idea of all these things. Now, as an ambassador of the United States, You are first of all nominated and chosen by the government of your country through the approval of the Senate. And then you are sent. And the United States government ensures that you are well taken care of. So, as an ambassador of the kingdom, (laughs) the church Is your sending state? Listen carefully. The church. The church is your sending state. That is why I said the other day that to receive a vision to go to a particular location for the purpose of soul winning without getting the church involved, is a very risky adventure. Somebody cannot just wake up in America and say, I want to go to Afghanistan as an ambassador, representing the United States. It doesn't work like that. The president will have to nominate you first. After that, sends you, sends your name (laughs) to the lawmakers. Then the lawmakers will now carry out a background check on you, even without you knowing. They check through your records. We will come to all of that. They check through your records. Who are you and who is your personality? Are you fit for this job? They have to consider all those things before they even think of approving your name. Then after approving your name, then I'll start another process of ensuring that you have all the diplomatic credentials to embark on the trip. And the expense of your trip is covered by your sending state. So, you don't go to a nation as an ambassador of the United States and expect that nation to cater for your welfare. No, it is a home country that sent you that are responsible in paying for all your welfare. Yes. So as a missionary, no matter how you are in a hurry, spiritual things are not done in a hurry. Descending state of every kingdom ambassador is the church. As a missionary, as an ambassador of the kingdom, you must have a church. You must have a church you submit under. You must have a church that you are subject to the authority. Because doing it harvest sadly is what is causing a lot of issues. We have there are a lot of brethren. I, 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 I had a lot of stories in the field. They are just giving the work a very bad, very, very bad name, very bad look. So your sending state is the church. The church are the ones that are going to make the arrangement for you, pray for you. The apostle Paul was sent by the church. Through the laying up of hands of the prophet. they embark on the mission that the church was aware so, when they had crisis, they came back to the church leaders and said, look at, we've met a wall. How do we solve it? And then in most times, the church we have to write, in some time, the church will have to write a letter to them and say, take it and read it to the brethren. So, as an ambassador of the kingdom, what are you doing in the mission field without the backing of the church? If anything goes wrong with you, who will give account? If you need help in any day, who will be responsible for it? Yeah. And the Bible says everything should be done decently and in order. Your sending state is the church of Jesus. So you cannot just come and say, I I receive a calling to go into a mission field and you're already already gone. Without having the backing of the church, bro, you are taking a risk. God has blessed us with fathers in the church. Mm -hmm. And you know them, I know them. The church must be aware that you are in the field. They are descending state. They are descending state. That is the order that God has put in place. Let's not be disorderly. The church of Jesus must be aware and the leadership of the church must be aware. You don't just break out and say God has called you into missions and then all of you go. No. You need the authorization of the church. You need them. So that when you... because. In the mission field, like I said yesterday, soul winning is a kingdom hazard. One of our brothers made that statement some years ago, Pastor Noah. Matthew. And I said, it's true. It's a kingdom hazard. So you don't have to go without proper coordination. There are shepherds that God has placed and you ought to be under them. Being under them does not make you small, but it makes you wise. Yes. No matter how you hate your father, or no matter who your father is, one day, there will be a form. And in that form, there is always a column for son name. <laughs> And you got to put it there. Father. Don't pack your bags. And begin to travel. To a mission field. Without the backing. Of the physical church. They need to know. That you are there. They may not give you all the welfare that you deserve. But they need to know that you are there. Not just knowing that you are there. You need their prayers and their blessings too. So to be a missionary and you don't have any church umbrella that you are submitting to bro you are doing uh, my brother my sister you are doing the wrong thing even apostle Paul didn't do that at all he didn't do that it is a church that will make plans for you call you out pray for you and then continually put you in prayer because you are there to represent the kingdom, and so if you run into crisis, there are places you could fall back on. But to just get up and say the Lord has called you, and then you left without anybody blessing you, without anybody knowing what you are doing, without anybody knowing where you are, it shows you are not subject to authority. And if anything goes wrong you will be held accountable for it yes the church is your sending state and there are church fathers Apostle Paul didn't go until the church beckoned him to go and when James was talking about him he said these are men who have hazarded their life For the purpose of the kingdom. When Apostle Paul goes. He will come back. And give an account. Of what is happening in the field. To the church. And he will meet the apostles. The leaders of the church. And spoke to them about it. Which I will come to that because every church pastor ought to understand how to relate with a sending man. When a missionary returns back, give him the pulpit, is is his father's house. Let him brief the church of what he did. That's how the apostle Paul did it. He will come back and then he will bring the church what they are doing and what has been going on. It gives an update. That is, that is the apostolic order. So my friend, don't venture into mission jumping through the window. You will hit the world. Definitely. You will. Even Jesus also attended the synagogue. Yes. He went there. So to be in mission and then there is no church you are submitting to is not good. Lord bless you. So, that's the point I wanted to stress out today. That as an ambassador of the kingdom, your sending state is the church. Not just any kind of church. The true church of Jesus. That understand the place of mission. They are the ones who send you. And then when they send you, Your welfare is from the church post. I grew up to see that every Sunday we were collecting offerings for missions. But in most of the Pentecostal churches I've been to, I've had all manner of offerings being called. But most times I don't even hear missions offering. That's why I emphasize that the true church of Jesus need to know that you are in the field. They owe you their prayers and then your welfare is from the post of the church. So I don't get it that some missionary organization send people into the field and say, God will take care of you. Have faith. Do you know the meaning of that statement? Now you sending someone. That is why a lot of missionaries go into these fields and begin to do things they ought not to do. You don't just send people like that into the lion's den without ensuring that their welfare are taken care of. That is not the right protocols. The church, the sending body to send the missionary and ensure that they back him. That's what the ambassadors do. That's what the, the sending state do to the ambassador. You don't send your ambassador to another state and say, go there, your resources to take care of will come from the government you are sending to represent to, to the, the government that you are sending him to represent you before them. No, it is the, it is the, gov- it is the sending state that ensures that the welfare of the man sent into to the field is properly being taken care of. America cannot send an ambassador to Afghanistan, and then when he gets uh, there, the president of America will call him and say, Look, your welfare is in Afghanistan. Make sure that you you know how to walk your way around. No. So, why will we in the kingdom send people into the field and say they they, they, they should be hanging on faith? Who does that? You cannot send a missionary to a field and say, God will take care of you. No. I met a a, a missionary in a particular field and he he told me that the only thing I met in this field when I was transferred here is the pulpit. Not even a building structure. Where can even win soul? I said, what is that? What is that? Are you send somebody to a place to win soul. And me and you know that. Winning soul is a very tedious responsibility. And the only thing he's going to that place with. Is pulpit. And he has a family. He has a wife. He has children. So will the children be eating faith? Faith is a spiritual substance. It doesn't feed the stomach. I looked at him and said. Hmm. I-, I couldn't say anything. Can you possibly send a missionary to a place to plant a branch of the ministry for you? And then you said the only thing you gave him is pulpit. What is that? Pulpit. So where is the podium to put the pulpit? <laughs> oh where is the is the structure? You didn't talk about his accommodation. He didn't talk about the structure of which he should use to do the work. He didn't talk about the welfare of his children and his wife. And you send him like that? No. The Bible said everything should be done decently and in order. If the missionary that you are sending to that particular field, the church is not ready to take care of his welfare to a certain period of time. And there is no need sending him or her there. Because if you go to the real field where mission is done, many apostles are becoming apostates. I met a situation in a particular a particular city I went where they said the church will release resources to be sent to the missionaries. And then somebody will sit on it. All these things are happening. And you know, when we hear about all these things, we say, oh, it's so bad, but it's been done. <laughs> they, they will send welfare for missionaries and then some leaders will sit on it. That's why I said, for you to go into the mission field, you need a, a, a sending state, which is the true church of Jesus. The, the true church. I, I, I didn't just say church. The true church of Jesus. Why should brethren be hazarding their life for the purpose of the gospel? And then reliefs will be sent to them, and then the church will sit on and not the church I beg your pardon, and then some certain leaders will sit on it and divert it. These things are happening, it's real. I wrote a book and I published it Apostle Turner posted I wrote it because some of our missionaries in the field have been neglected in, in most cases we just send them there and you know That's why I say we're going to come into issues. A lot of of issues are going to be attended to. But first, the sending state of every missionary is the church. And not just any kind of church. The true church of Jesus. That we ensure that their welfare are not seated upon. That we ensure that what is meant for mission. That an offering will not be collected in the name of missions and is diverted into something else. And if there is any church who doesn't sow into missions, I don't know what that church is doing. (laughs) A man of God went to visit one of his sons and he said when he got there and the service was powerful and everything and then the son said okay my father is the missionary and then he seated today ah, I want to sow his seeds I want to go to some villages and give it to some missionaries who have been there serving the, the kingdom and uh, they collected all the offerings and it was, it was actually fat according to him I, I won't tell you the figures then he said when they got home the pastor gave directives and said the money that was collected for the purpose of the mission offering to sew into missions should be used to replace uh, is it one of the bad engines of his car of one of his vehicles and, and the wife ran to thank God for good wives and the wife ran to the man of God who was still harassed. I said, the money that they collected for the purpose of mission, my husband wanted to divert it to something else. And Then the man went to him and said, you can do that in my house, but not in my presence. The purpose of that offering collected was to go into missions. These things are going on. And me and you know that these things are happening. Yeah. They are happening. Why will you divert the welfare that is meant for people who are the real soldiers in the field to fix one, one vehicle engine or something? That's why I said the same state of every kingdom and battle is the true church of Jesus. The true church. There are a lot of guys in there I don't know what they are doing, so I don't know what I'm doing. For the purpose of my spiritual sanity, I, I've, I've started disconnecting because when I check through your life, you, I, I don't know what you are doing because it's are you not reading this book? Oh and I noticed some certain things I just technically leave you because we're not heading towards the same. Direction at all, at all. The man was angry and said, "No." He said, "Bring out the money. Well, I am going to be around while we distribute it to missions." And he, he took the money and reluctantly went with the man to some fields. And then they were just giving missionaries all over. Then he met one missionary who was who said. Thank God that somebody remember us. I love my our like that. Sometimes I wish I could just go back and correct some of these things. I said, "No, no, you should not have left in the first place." I feel it with a true church, a true church. So some of these men that that are, are, are in the are in the vineyard in, in, in court. I they don't represent the interests of the king. So once I notice on certain things I just I, we can't go on the same direction. I will never forget the testimony of the great servant of God. He it was in a vision and then they were travelling with the vehicle and then they were all ministers in the vehicle and then when the vehicle got spoiled and then we say what are we going to do and the and the too far. He said so <coughs> I beg your pardon he said some Another vehicle just landed and then picked only him and a few and put there and leave the rest. And then they move. And then when he was going, he asked them, he said, ah, we are so many that got stuck there and you only picked only a few of us. Why? He said, those ones, that is where their journey ends. You see, halfway to cover. So these stories are there. Where mission offering will be collected for the purpose of sending to mission and then some leaders through smartness will sit on it and leave these guys who are in the field who are our warriors and our soldiers that's that's another issue for another day in one of the classes I will we will sit down and, and deliberate on this on this they will sit on it. I met submission and said, This is the welfare package that the church will be sending to us, but it never gets to us. So there are instances like that. And please, as a genuine man of God, if you happen to come across this broadcast, not everybody in your leadership in the church are believers when an offering is collected for the purpose of missions, if possible, do it yourself. Stop delegating and designating people to do it. Most times, it doesn't get to these guys. It, it doesn't get to... It. Most times, though, I'm just saying that from a free mind, not that I'm attacking anybody, but from the experiences and the things I've had, a, a stipend that is meant for those in the field, and they're in this field where the life you live they can't live it because the access you have to basic amenities they don't have. And yet they stipend release on their behalf. Or somebody releases money and said this money should be sent to someone's own mission, and then a leader will sit on it. So, by the way, Brethren, the the least you can do is to share this video and let it get across to our our brethren. Anyhow you want to convert this transmission, just give it to a pastor. And finally, I want to encourage every pastor that will ever come across this, every minister of the gospel, please include the mission offerings and make it a pattern in your ministry if you have not been doing that. It's good. school, then when it's collected, ensure that it gets to the right people that are supposed to. It's supposed to get to. God bless you all. Uh, I'll see you next week. Same time Friday, Saturday West African time, seven p.m. and then Pacific Standard time ten a.m. And of course. There are a lot of issues that we have to deal with. If you have any question, you find a way to reach us with it and God is going to help us. So today, uh, in summary, the welfare of a kingdom ambassador is derived from the church, which is the sending state. God bless you. It is Macedonia Missions Global. See you next week. Word of his power, with Apostle the